0: Welcome to Sports Scope, the most influential sports talk show in the nation. Stay tuned for updates and great sports content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this 28th day of November. I got a great show with you on for tonight. Got a few announcements I'll make after our first uh, and only break here. Uh, great show. There was some breaking news out of the NBA about Mark Cuban uh, selling the Mavericks. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, NFL Power Five, I always do that on Tuesdays. Plus, uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Looks like Jordan Love, his upward swing may have bought him a year where maybe this team does not. Does not uh, uh, draft a quarterback next year. I, I looked a little bit into his numbers, I'll talk about last night's game, Minnesota, and more. But let's go ahead, get our first and only break out of the way, make some announcements when I get back, and we'll hit the ground running here on Sports Scope. I'll be back here in 49 seconds, folks. Hello, SportsScope followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the Cash App, the where, the Cash Sign, and SportsScope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports, that is sports with an S, another S, scope, S K O P E, at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you and enjoy the program. All righty then. Okay. So, tomorrow, John has gotten back to me. John Restano from Spitball and Sports will be back on tomorrow, 30 minutes past the hour. We're going to get his take on the uh, Buffalo Bills situation. He's out in the Niagara Falls area uh, about this loss, devastating loss to um, the Eagles, plus get his take. He's a big, big Ohio State fan. Uh, that was a tight game on Saturday. Get his take take from the other side of it of the Ohio State Michigan saga what's he think about Ron Day? uh the, 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 the does he think maybe Ron Day should be gone there thank you pickles yeah spitball and sports plus really good news here for Thursday folks 30 minutes past the program Thursday I want to have journalist Mike Richmond Mike Richmond, who has got a book out, just came out, called uh, George Allen, former Washington, then Redskins coach, George Allen. And it's called A Football Life. Uh, Mike's going to come on the program 30 minutes past the hour. The four by this book is written by Dick Vermeil, uh, The Dick Vermill that, that led the, uh, the Rams to a Super Bowl there. Uh, former Eagles coach, uh, Dick, that Dick Vermil. You know, Eagles, of course, Chiefs. But he, he's got a book about uh, former coach George Allen. So uh, uh, he's going to be on 30 minutes into the uh, program on Thursday, Pickles Month. Don't make sure and do not miss that program. Going to get some uh, interesting takes there. Why he wrote the book. He's a, he's a journalist. He's wrote some other books, too. And uh, he, he's out of Maryland area. Uh, Pretty close to the commander, so I'm going to get his take on the commanders. Uh, they've got new ownership. What, what's going to happen, in his opinion, and what he thinks should happen going forward in the organization. So I wanted to get those announcements out of the way. And then, of course, Friday, normal Friday, um, normal Friday there, uh, Carlos Mad New Yorker Chavez will be back on the program. We'll be talking about Huge game this weekend. I, I know it's only Tuesday, folks, but uh, 49ers and and the Eagles may be as of today, as of November 28th, maybe the two best teams in the NFL, AFC and NFC, in my opinion, will be playing on Sunday. That is a giant Giant game there, folks. Okay. So we'll be talking about that. SEC championship. um, uh, The Alabama's not getting any. I mean, Alabama's going to have to beat Georgia. Uh, The new college football playoff just came out. Alabama, uh, they're still stuck at eight. Okay. Georgia's one. Michigan deservedly is two. Uh, Washington, big win over Oregon State's three. Florida State, even though they lost their uh, quarterback there, they're number four, uh, Oregon's number five, big win for Oregon. Oregon-Washington will take care of each other Saturday. Winter moves on. Ohio State falls to six after the loss. Seventh will be Texas, who did beat Alabama. Alabama's still stuck at eight. They're going to have to. Uh, they are simply going to have to beat um. Georgia to, to get where they want to go, and I'll be honest with you. I've been out. It's today. is Tuesday. Uh, I, the, the 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 when I've been checking that spread for Alabama, Georgia, it's between four and five and a half points, folks. I uh, I have not made my mind up. I, you can make an you can make an argument for Alabama historically against Georgia, and you can make an argument for Georgia just having a better team this year. I have not. I have not made my mind up on that game pickles i have not made my mind up on them game okay so anyways all right so today let's talk about today's program let's go to last night's game now let me say this uh a a lot of people didn't really see this probably won't have this type of take on this game uh minnesota has not had a bye week yet and I wouldn't hire Minnesota come in this season, but I, I will say this. Week 13, they're bye weeks next week. The majority of the season's over with. Uh, great game plan by the Bears. This is how I expected Josh Dobbs, a guy who, who, who was just with this team, four games in. <laughs> That's how I expected him to play. Four interceptions there. Uh, Bears near perfectly defensive game plan. It's still only won that game, 12 uh, 12 to uh, uh, 12 to 2. So the, you know pickle says Dobbs did learn to playbook and, and it caught and it caused the loss. Well, my thing is when, when you get in trouble and, and teams make adjustments like that. Uh, when, when, when they make adjustments to you as a player, a new player, on new team, new 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 player, new system, rookie player, NFL. You have you and, and and you have to make your adjustments back to them. Uh, there's not going to be any chemistry developed in four weeks. They're not. There's not any chemistry being developed during the season. Okay. Uh, most of this stuff is done during the off season. I will say this that that Rashid Rice. For Kansas City, it's slowly coming along for the Chiefs. I'll talk about them a little bit later, but you can see that that you know I'll I'll still say this: they're six and six. And all that being said, I know they played awful last night, but considering the fact they've had two starting quarterbacks go out and are on their third-string quarterback, being six and six. Uh, and, and, and losing their star wide receiver, which I think they should trade. I've been saying that Justin Jefferson during this run when they started what one and five or something, one four straight. Now they're uh, now they're six and six, they're at 500. Coming into this particular bye week, Kevin O'Donnell's done a pretty good job coaching, all things considered. Brian Flores has turned out to be an excellent hire, considered. Uh, he's got one really consistent playmaker and Daniel Hunter there at pass Rusher uh great job by Flores he'll he will get interviews uh but the problem is he's in an era now where everything is going offensive and uh but th- this team is still very much in the thick of it I think I did something with their schedule like uh okay now they come out of this bye week they got to play at the Raiders who got a little bit of a, a jolt there from uh, the firing there and and putting in Antonio Pierce. Aiden O'Connell's not having a bad year, another rookie there. Uh, But they got to play at Cincinnati, two games against Detroit, and, of course, another home game against Green Bay, Um, with Justin Jefferson likely to be back on the 10th there uh, for that road game against the Raiders. I think they'll beat the Raiders and Cincinnati, and they have a good shot to beat Green Bay. At home, uh, the, the North is interesting. I did not see the North being this interesting. Looks like the North has settled. Uh, a lot of the teams have settled down, and some of their new acquisitions are really starting. Uh, was it Tremaine Edwards? Uh, he was a free agent add-on for the Bears, made a big play yesterday there. Um, uh, he, he was a linebacker out of the Bills. John will know who he is starting to play up to uh, the billing that he was brought in there to do it at the linebacker position. And, of course, uh, DJ Moore, who I said is one of the absolute – is one of the absolute best route runners in the game, made some big plays yesterday, showed how good of a route runner he is, still don't have a lot of faith in in, in the Bears team. They're, what, 3-8 and eight or whatever. Uh, still don't have a lot of faith in Justin Fields. They've got um, – They've got the Carolina Panthers' first pick, which is the number one pick. And I think they should move on for Eberflus, go offensive-minded, and and move off of fields and get one of these higher-end quarterbacks out of the NFL draft, in my opinion. Uh, But, uh, hey, we still got quite a few games left. Uh, Nobody's running off with anything other than maybe the Eagles. I think the Eagles just clinched a playoff spot. Other than that, it is what it is, okay? So that's my thought about that. Um, whew, man, you know, folks, hold on. Just hold your thought. I'm going to get to that NBA news. I, I'm going to get to that uh, NBA news, which is really, really startling, uh, about Mark Cuban here in just a minute. That news broke late. But I, I, this, these these particular NFL stories, I wanted to get them out of the way and get to that uh, NBA news where Mark Cuban, folks, this broke this afternoon late. Uh, Mark Cuban has sold the majority stake of the Malice Mavericks uh, to this lady who has ties to a casino um, for billions of dollars. And I'm curious why. We'll get to that story. Hold that thought, okay? Uh, but first, uh, let's go back to let's go back to last week. Now, I, I tell you what, Jordan Love, Matt Matt Lafleur has earned his stripes too, as a coach. A lot of it. Now, it, the jury's still out, but he's trending in the right direction. Um, David Bakhtiari has been hurt for two or three years now. He's on the verge of retirement. They're going to have to get a left tackle. They finally got Elgin Jenkins back at right tackle. Uh, They've had Jar Alexander, their best cornerback, on and off, been hurt for the last few weeks as well. Um, But Jordan Love, uh, I'm looking at some of his – had a great game. Man, did he have a good game um, on Thanksgiving there. On the road against a much more healthier team there, Um, great game there. Three touchdowns, 125.5 quarterback uh, rating, QBR of 90. Uh, no Aaron Jones, and he come out playing really well. Uh, his his completion percentage is well over 60%. 19 touchdowns for the season, 10 picks. Uh, again, Matt LaFord done a really good job coaching him through. He went in a really bad slump there for a few games where he's looked like a total bust, uh, a very Mac Jones type of situation there. Uh, and, 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 to, and to Matt LaFleur, uh, to his uh, credit and credence, whatever you want to say, uh, he's done a good job keeping this guy's stability. It was kind of like what I've been joking with you all about over the past couple of years with green bay and and quarterback you know mercedes lewis former tight end long time long time tight end uh in the nfl if you want to play say 16 17 mercedes lewis played a long time okay played for i want to say jacksonville but he played for green bay he went to ucla and he says, he says man when you go to green bay it, it, it it's all football from the six months you get there in the summertime January, February, it's all football. He says, man, I can really lock in when season's over. I'll come back home to California and and, and I can have a good time. And, and and I've told you all this. I wonder maybe that's that's got to be something to do. That, in course, good drafting uh, from the late, great, a lot of you Packer fans. I know my friend from Milwaukee, Roof, um, is a big, big Packer fan. She's telling me, uh, Ted Thompson, who uh, very good general manager, there are guys like Reggie McKenzie, who's also helped out in scouting there. Uh, he's a former player, uh, done a really good job now. And of course, they've got different folks in, in power now there, but they're good at drafting, developing players. And i just think maybe because it's nothing to do up there, it's the smallest city. Um, it, 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 it's, it's the um, smallest uh, city in the NFL in Green Bay. And this guy was very raw. Three years, kind of like Aaron Rodgers. I didn't think Aaron Rodgers was going to make it. Okay, uh, I, I did not think that Aaron Rodgers was going to make it. Uh, yeah, Aaron Jones is hurt. Uh, he did not play. AJ Dillon ran the ball well, actually, against Detroit. And you know, these this the Packers have won three of the last four. Uh, we talked about that big win, big up early. First play of the game, 50-yard pass to Christian Watson across the middle of the field. And, you know, they've got wins over – and people say the Rams are a joke. The Rams are in, um, in the playoff hunt right now. They're a game out because of that Minnesota loss there. Uh, Rams got a big win over Arizona this week, and they have a secondary that is patchwork. Uh, Late-round draft pick rookie players – Goes to show you where you should put your money at. They still got a healthy Aaron Donald and they've got about a 95%, which is all you need of a, a Matt Stafford. And it looks like their line's holding up. So, so, but, the, but they, 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 they beat the Rams. They beat this charger team for better or for worse with a very talented team Pushed stillers to the, to the limit there. And of course they beat Detroit at Detroit here. And I tell you what, with all these injuries here, Uh, He's also developed, Jordan Love has also developed chemistry with this guy. Rookie Jaden Reed looks like he is a, also Pickles, I've I've told you and this, uh, viewers about this, this Jaden Reed, uh, he's having a really good rookie year. Uh, If it wasn't for the the performance of CJ Stroud, you might want to look at this guy's rookie of the year. But either way, he I think he was a second-round pick. And then, of course, you've got second-year player Christian Watson uh, coming up with a big game. Now, he's been hurt, but he's now healthy again. Uh, a lot of stuff. Musgrave has turned out – he's got injured recently, but he's turned out to be decent tight end there. Got him in the later picks there also. So they've hit on about three draft picks – and uh, the Packers, again, I'm not saying he's an air-quote franchise quarterback, but as I've mentioned Sam Howe before, uh, the second-year player out of Washington, no matter what happens to Ron Rivera, and I think I'll ask Mike about uh, my guest, uh, Chad. I've got a really good guest coming on Thursday. Mike richmond has got a book about former Commanders coach uh, George Allen, but also he's out of the Maryland area uh, looked at his Facebook. Looks like he's a big Commander's fan. Going to ask him about what's he think about Sam Howe. But the same thing about Dr- Jordan Love. Both of these guys up to this point, as of November twenty eighth, deserve another year. And maybe their teams do not draft the quarterback early. Maybe you draft one in the fifth, sixth round if you got some extra picks there. Uh, they have an extra second round pick, by the way, because you're getting that from the Jets. Uh, and also, Jordan Love's cap hit next year is only $7 million. $7.7 million cap hit. Uh, so the Packers, they have to be very conservative about stuff like this. They do not have owner. The team is owned by the city. Uh, they've been grandfathered in. Uh, it, it's cold as all get out up there right now. We got our First big cold spurt here in Tennessee. I'm out of Nashville and I had to heat up my car today. I couldn't imagine living in Green Bay, Wisconsin, the frozen tundra up there in a Lambeau field. No, thank you. But, you know, I got to call it out like I said. I mean, you you got Jaden Reed. uh, You've got Jordan Love here. AJ Dillon looked like he's actually had a little uh, bump in his spell. If if anything, they need to add, they probably need to move on from Aaron Jones. Injuries are starting to accumulate for him. Um, He's he's in the middle of that second contract, anyways. They need a speedster, a scatback, whatever you want to call it, at, at running back. They they need a guy like the that like the Lions have got there, Jabari Gibbs. Now Gibbs, I will say this: I'm a little disappointed in Gibbs is uh, explosiveness. Um, not explosive. I love his explosive. It's his durability. Excuse me. He's been a little more banged up than I would like liked to have seen him. Uh, University of Kentucky's got a guy named Ray Davis who ran about 200 and something yards. That is not exaggeration. On the Florida Gators, he set some kind of school record. Um, that guy's declared for the NFL draft. He would look good in a Green Bay Packer uniform coming into 2024, folks. Keep that name in mind. Uh, the Packers, it's not doom and gloom. About six weeks ago, I could have told you that. Six weeks ago, I could have said, they're going to be one of those teams that is looking for a quarterback. You know, during um, their losses to, uh, of course, Romeo Dobbs has been their leading receiver as well. Oh, wait a minute. Wrong wrong team, wrong team. That was, uh, that was Minnesota. Uh, you know, going back, looking at some of their losses there in the past over the past few games here, uh, you can definitely say, Well, I don't know, man. Uh, this team looks like it's not going to make it. And a big part of that is because of Jordan Love. Um, but hey, look, man, there's nothing to think about but football up there. And he's starting to play much better here. I, I do not think that, uh, I do not think that uh, that uh, there is uh, a reason to to get rid of him at this point. Uh, a little side note, DJ Moore. About it. I told you guys that was a huge get for the Bears. It was a huge get, and that took a while. But last night's game, eleven catches for DJ Moore, 114 yards. Even with Fields and his mechanic issue, uh, I tell you, man, very good performance there out of him. I knew he was going to be good for the bears. Uh he he kind of reminds me in DJ Moore. He kind of reminds me of a young DeAndre Hopkins when Houston had all those quarterback problems before they got Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'd catch anything, any of those clowns that 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 the Houston would put out there. Hopkins would get his numbers. Not every not every wide receiver is like that. But uh that being said, uh I'm not saying this sarcastically. The NFC North is pretty competitive, you know. Uh, The NFC North is is pretty competitive. It wasn't the most exciting game in the world. 12-10 to is not a very exciting game. Carlos says the game dragged on and on and on. That is true. (laughs) Did I watch it all? No. Okay. Uh, The Colts of all teams. You know, with, with with their crazy owner, the Colts. By the way, who who, as at his request, from what I understand, they have released Shaq Leonard. Okay, we, I've talked about this a little bit yesterday, uh, but this is what I'll I, I be. Their top five offensive line, the Colts are. They are top five offensive line according to Pro Football Focus. You know. And uh, by the way, the, the other Colts news: Jonathan Taylor is going to be out again. I think he I got something. I got a, He's going to have surgery on his thumb. By the way, I don't know what it is. Uh, so he he's going to be out. Colts owner Jim and Mer- a says Colts owner Jim Mersay confirms that Jonathan Taylor will have surgery tomorrow, and miss a few weeks. Source says no decision on injury reserve yet. Yeah, it's possible we decide later on this week. Now I'll say that. Because they're still winning games, they won. They beat Tampa on Sunday. If the playoffs started today, playoffs, playoff, yeah, like Jim Moore, former coach, said, right? Jim Moore, senior playoff. If the playoffs started today, people can laugh all they want to. The Indianapolis Colts, the Indianapolis Colts, would get there. Um, we'll get in there. Okay, this is the AFC. This is ironic they got a few stories to talk about the Colts too. Uh the Ravens would get the one seed. Okay. They would they would have the week off. The Colts would play at the Chiefs. Now they'll probably get you know roasted there, of course. Something I Gardner Minshew versus um Gardner Minshew versus Patrick Mahomes. That would be a bloodbath. Uh Cleveland. Cleveland would play at Jacksonville, who's leading the AFC South, and Pittsburgh who is um, in a wild card race right now. They would play at Miami, okay? Uh, But the Indianapolis Colts, the Indianapolis Colts would get in the playoffs over with Gardner Minshew. Think about this for a second. Over Justin Herbert. They would get in over Justin Herbert. And you say, why are you saying all this crap? Who cares? They're not going to do nothing. I'm saying this because what I've been harping on the whole time on this program is because they got a good offensive line. they have a top five every week that I look at pro football focused standings. The Colts are right there with the Cowboys, with the Eagles, with the 49ers. you see a pattern here of winning an offensive line play. your uh, your left tackle there of course Quentin Nelson blowing people off the ball. every play, Zach Moss this team beat Baltimore at Baltimore. You know they beat Baltimore at Baltimore, and 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 um, that goes to show you uh, rookie head coach, starting running back been out most of the year. Got this guy Zach Moss having a great year. Plant, but it, it it tells you the power of it. They don't have a great secondary. They get thrown on all the time. We saw Jacksonville. They went down to Houston. Think about how good Houston's played this year. Houston beat the crap out of Pittsburgh. You know. Houston beat up on Jacksonville. They went down to Houston to beat them down there. As good as Houston's been playing. So uh, it, it just goes to show you, put your money in that offensive line, folks. They have a good general manager, kind of a wacky owner. Uh, he kind of reminds me of the Carolina owner there, Jim Merce, sometimes. Nice guy, but he's very unpredictable. But so anyways, so that that's part of my cult story. Now, and Pixel says there's no men shoot magic. Yeah. Why are they winning these games? Because their line is that good. And you know, I think I think Shaq just wanted out of Indianapolis. Uh Shaq Leonard, which I forgot his, his name before. He changed his name to Shaq. I don't know. Is he a no fan? I don't know. But, anyways, uh the bigger news of, of this is that. That 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 Shaq Leonard here, I don't know. It, it, it's I think they're frustrated with his injury situation. Uh long story short, the guy is a three time uh all pro. He's a three, he's been playing this year, so it's not like he's been out, by the way. But he's a former three time all pro player. He visited Dallas today, okay. And Josina Anderson, reporter here, says, as for Leonard's visit, he visited Dallas Cowboys. She she said, my understanding is feeling, I think this is an ESPN reporter, uh, in Dallas is he can contribute. Don't read anything to Leonard not signing right away. Leonard is being given room right now to make a decision, though if Leonard chooses Dallas, the current expectation is he will not play this weekend. Shaq Leonard's visit with the Eagles is set for Wednesday, which is tomorrow. Adam Scheffner put out, Leonard gets in Wednesday morning. Um, Dallas, what are you doing, man? You know, and I want to say Jerry Jones made some comment about earlier today. I want to say he made a comment about maybe Shaq's health. Uh, so that is that is something to make a note of. But if he can pass a physical, okay, if he can pass a physical, uh, I do think that they should simply uh, bring him in, okay? Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch is going to be out for the season. Uh, the Eagles, folks, the Eagles are in this huge arm race right now, you know? Uh, yeah, This so Shaq's a three-time All-Pro, four-time Pro Bowler. Left without uh, but the Eagles they've added Kevin Byard at safety. Remember they lost Chauncey Gardner, uh uh whatever his name is. They lost him in free agents to Detroit. Now he's been hurt himself, but they got Tennessee's Kevin Byard, a Philadelphia name, also a former Pro Bowl level player. Uh they got him in a trade with Tennessee. they they made a trade with Detroit in the offseason. They brought in. DeAndre Swift, who's been a massive hit for the Eagles here. Uh they lucked up there with, with the uh Saints trade and got Jalen Carter at the number nine pick. He's going to win defensive rookie of the year. I don't see anybody else even becoming close to that. So uh, they've also picked up um Cunningham, who used to play with the Titans as well at linebacker. Now Kobe Dean's been out for a while. They're wanting to put him in there. So what I'm trying to tell you is, folks, it's a major – they did lose Javon Hargrave, but they got Jared Davis from uh, last year from uh, Georgia. And then this this past year, Jalen Carter, who's really good tackle. He is a monster defensive tackle here. You know, uh, you do not want the Eagles, who play the Cowboys in a few weeks, if you're the Cowboys – you do not want them to get Shaq Leonard. They have a stacked team as it is. Okay? Uh, they still got Bradbury at corner. They've got Darius Slay at corner. Although, that secondary is not what it used to be. Okay? Leonard can cover. He's got a good nose for the ball. He has been playing with the Colts. It's not like he's been out all year. So, that's that's something to, to keep in mind um I, I think the 49ers are prepped up and ready to go I think the Niners will probably beat them this week because they're catching them at a right spot I don't know if Lane Johnson's going to play this week he's got a growing injury for the for the uh, Eagles but the Eagles are sitting there at one, and I'm gonna do my power five here in just a second uh these guys are are, are loaded to win this year you know the Cowboys come off a great win uh Saturday, Sunday or what was it, Thursday, and they've got another Thursday game this week. they got to play the, the Seahawks this week. This is one of the best Dallas teams I've seen since um, the Jerry Jones, um, since the uh, Jimmy Johnson teams back in the early 90s. I told that to former Cowboy Jim Cole So uh, he's going to Philadelphia. If he signs with the Eagles, that is your fault, Jerry Jones. That is your, your fault. And P- Zach Cunningham, thank you, Pickles. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry Jones should have looked – uh, uh, he should not have left him – he should have locked him in a room and said how much. Now, maybe he can't pass them. Maybe they are concerned about his injury. So uh, that is an interesting story to follow, you know. But the Eagles are all in to win. Uh, and, and, and Dallas, I think, can compete with the Eagles and beat the Eagles. I think they'll beat the Eagles in a few weeks pending injury. Okay, so um, – that's an interesting story uh, line to follow the the arms race uh the arms race between the Cowboys and the Eagles or the Eagles and everybody else now the 49ers are right there with them they got a competitive general manager in John Lynch. they went out and signed Chase young they traded for uh Chase young um, they, they they went out and got Randy Gregory a few weeks before that so uh, they've got Fred Warner arguably the best linebacker in the game. You know, other than maybe the linebacker there for the um, Roquan Smith, who's balling out of control here for uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, folks, let's get to the Power Five, and I want to get to that. um, I want to get to that huge story out of Dallas here. Okay. All righty then, let's go to the power five. And speaking of the devils here, the Dallas Cowboys got them at number five. I mean, Dallas, I mean, listen, the numbers are what they say they are. You are what your record says you are. You are what the number says that they are. Uh, That's what Bill Parcell says. That's what he used to say all the time. Uh, Dallas, listen, folks. They're, they're 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 fifth in offense and total offensive yards. They're third in total defense. Uh, they continue to dominate dominate teams. They should dominate. Uh, this was this was a tough a tough decision, Carlos, to put Dallas at five instead of putting um, the Miami Dolphins at five because the Dolphins are very close to the Dolphins. Run game looked very good. They ran all over the, the Jets the other day. Uh, the Dolphins are still getting Jalen Ramsey. That secondary, Javon Holland, got that 94, uh, 124 yard pick six on the Jets the other day. But Dallas is more physical. I like the team, the defense as a whole, a little bit better for Dallas, okay? I like them a little bit better for Dallas. They're a little bit more battle-tested. Dak is a little bit more durable than a, um, doing a tour right now. So, yeah, I think Dallas, I think Dallas pending injuries, I I think, I think that there's a very good chance they they beat Philadelphia in a few weeks when they play. Okay. Um, Dallas will play Miami. Dallas will play Miami and we'll find out who the better team is. Okay. But that it's a coin toss there to put those two teams together. But I'm going to give Dallas a slight edge as of today on November 28th, okay? Dallas could let me down. They've let me down for 20 25 years. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't let me down again. Okay, now, uh, number four, Kansas City. Now, big bounce-back week for Kansas City, folks. Uh, Double-digit road win uh, with a much-improved Raider team. Antonio Pierce uh, really doing a good job here with the Raiders, I'll have to say when he took over as interim coach Aiden O'Connell playing pretty well but Kansas City uh you know came back got down early came down uh got down early by two touchdowns Kansas City does not blink uh Travis Kelce does not score a touchdown but listen I've been talking to you guys about this young player second round pick here uh this Rashid Rice Uh, guys eight catches 108 yards and a touchdown he's getting a little bit better and a little bit more trustworthy because patrick mahomes listen he's looking at he's probably listening to my show and saying you know what that guy's right man you know i i cannot depend on this 34 year old banged up tight end i've got to start trusting these young guys and rashid rice looks way better than last year's sky Moore or justin watson any of those other second-rate uh, Valdez scandal. And this guy looks to be uh, the real deal, probably a number two receiver, but uh, he's playing like a number one as of last week. Very good catch there, deep pass. He caught um, in the end zone there. Kansas City wins. Kansas City still fourth in total defense. Your fourth in total defense, you, you, you've got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Say that out loud. Fourth in total defense. Got Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. A little concerned still about those two tackles, particularly the right tackle, DeJuan Taylor. They need to address that in the offseason as So today, I got them number four, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs in my power five. Number three. Okay, now the Ravens, I understand the Ravens have Mark Andrews out. Big road win, even though it was against a – A slumping, poorly coached Charger team. Uh, They still lead their uh, division there. Um, They lead the league in sacks. Lamar Jackson's playing at an MVP level. It would be his to lose, but I'll say this. Uh, It's not his to lose right now because um, of of, of how good uh, Hurts is playing. But I'll say this. Uh, I like what Zay Flowers is doing. Their rookie wide receiver, Rashawn Bateman. Uh, You know, Lamar's learning to trust his teammates here and getting these guys, including Flowers, involved. I love what they did bringing in uh, Todd Munkin, uh, the offensive coordinator formerly of of Georgia. Georgia still continues to play well. So, yeah, the Ravens at number three, the Ravens, Folks, they should be seventeen and zero. They've led in every game. They've outplayed Pittsburgh. Okay, uh, they outplayed uh, the Colts. They were looking ahead against the Colts, but they led there. The Colts came back and beat them. You know, so it's uh, they they had a huge twenty-one to nine lead against uh, Cleveland. Or Cleveland should not have. They should not have let Cleveland come back. They get a little complacent at the end of the games. So uh, you know, they could be they could be 12 and zero folks, but they're not. So I got them at number three. Okay, number two. This is a little controversial because you say, Well, why, why would you put this team at two and they've got three losses? I mean, listen, folks, the 49ers, they go on the road, they beat Seattle 31-13 on a Thursday night short week. Look like they barely broke a sweat a couple a week ago before that. They they go out and beat um, or was it a week ago before? I can't remember. Either way, they go out on the road prior to that. They beat Jacksonville like a drum. Uh, uh, well, of course they they beat up on Tampa. Tampa ain't nothing, but but beating Jacksonville like that, beating Jacksonville like that. Jacksonville beat a red hot Houston team just now, and they beat Buffalo. Uh, you could see Jacksonville's pretty good. Jacksonville's pretty good, and they're getting better. Jacksonville's got a really good pass rush. But the 49ers at number three, okay? Uh, third in total offense, fifth in total defense. Not even seeing Chase Young come up in the box score here for 49ers. Uh, I mean, they they, they, they they could beat you with tight end. They could beat you with Brandon Ayuk. They could beat you with Debo Samuel. They've got probably the best, most durable I uh, wouldn't say durable. Uh dual threat run pass uh running back for the perfect system for uh Christian McCaffrey, two touchdowns the other day. Uh it, it looks like they're they're barely even breaking a sweat. Uh Jacksonville did beat the Texans Sunday there, Carlos. Uh I don't know what game you watching. Uh Texans, Texans, uh either way, San Francisco, I like them pending injuries i like them to beat philadelphia sunday okay it's going to be raining up in philadelphia but you know we're going to have to check on the uh um, have to check on the situation because it's only tuesday right but i think i think that this when this team's fully healthy uh they're they they're, they beat you a thousand ways from sunday no pickles philly's not going to be number one uh no of course philly's number one i mean they're 10 and one they got the best record in the nfl they got the best record in the NFL by two games, okay, over everybody else. Uh, they Listen, they beat the Bills coming off a short week. Sandwich game they got the Niners this week. Uh, the Bills outgained the Eagles 500 and yard, 505 yards to 378. Like I mentioned and teased earlier, Jalen Hurts, if the season ended today, Hands down MVP. He had five total touchdowns. Uh uh, two rushing, three passing, and a monsoon at w- at one point, folks. But kudos to the Eagles. Uh, uh uh the Eagles Stadium, that Bermuda grass that they use, part of its field turf, part of its grass. Nobody slipped. Uh pouring down rain. And these guys played really well. The Eagles beat the Cowboys this year. They they have beat um they beat the Bills this year. Uh they they they, they beat everybody in front of them, except uh they've had a flood of injuries. By the way, Dallas go dirt's out. Dallas go dirt's out. So uh they're their tight ends out. Lane Johnson was out Saturday Sunday, and they still won, you know. Uh that being said, uh, and, and they got an MVP player, they, they win ugly, they can win finesse, they can win hard running, they can win with speed. Uh, they could beat you 40 ways from Sunday. They can beat you on special teams. Uh, they're very good in the middle. Their only weakness is that secondary. Is that secondary and Lane Johnson's age at right tackle and Jason Kels's age at center. Arguably the best center of the game. I read something the other day. Jason Kelsey's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, so, and, and now they're trying to get Shaq Leonard. That's what I'm saying. Dallas, don't let them do that. Do not let them get Shaq Leonard. Okay. But we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe they beat the 49ers and they go 11 1. Maybe they beat the 49ers and they go 11 1. Okay. Going back to the story I teased earlier, this came out, this next story, folks, came out late this afternoon. Um, let me see here. Pickles. Um, okay. Okay. Sham Romney, athletic, first reported by Mark Stein, very well-respected NBA reporter Mark Stein is. Mark Cuban is selling the majority stake of the Dallas Mavericks and you're correct pickles to Miriam Addison and Casino Tycoon Adel Son uh family for valuation of 3.5 billion dollars and one of the most, uh, most unique this is from Sharm Sharamia – uh unique setups in be a history cute he keeps his share he keeps shares in the team in full control of basketball operations He's getting a lot of liquid. Uh, you got to, uh, you know, get a little curious there to what he's up to, okay? Um, this is also from The Athletic. Just just broke about an hour or so ago. This transaction is interesting, the, uh, at what The Athletic says. At a time when the NBA and every other sports league is leaning into sports betting, the Mavericks are being bought by the family of one of the largest casinos, tycoons, Sheldon Adelson, who died in 2021. Merriam Addison, the Merriam Addison Trust led the group who owns 57% of Las Vegas Sand Corp, which owns operates casinos all over the world. Uh Cuban bought this team, folks, for $285 million 23 years ago. I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh they were a dumpster fire, they had ugly uniforms, and their play was even uglier. Okay. But my question is, why? Why did Mark Cuban why is he selling his uh why are why are player uh why are these teams being sold? I'm not really sure. Uh all I know is Michael Jordan sold his team, okay? Uh Mark Cuban. Has sold, He still got control of basketball operations, but he sold the majority of, um, he showed, and I'm trying to get to the rest of this story. I knew this would happen. As soon as I, um, as soon as I try to click on something, and I emailed it to myself, and now it hasn't went through. But, why didn't Michael Jordan sell his? Okay, all right. Why has Mark Cuban? Sell his. Uh, Pickle says he's a great businessman. Yeah, he, he made a lot of money, but not to be, where are they getting the money? Didn't they just get uh, casino operations? Just Didn't they just hack into the, yeah, I'm not sure either. I'm still developing this story, folks. I'm still developing. I, I didn't break the story. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this out. But I, you cannot do a sports show that I'm trying to market across the country and a story of this magnitude breaks um, very popular eccentric, boisterous. This team was dumpster fire when he bought them in, in 2000 for 285 now he's selling it for over three billion uh, I can't even uh, multiple reporters worked on this show here 3.5 billion dollar range but he still has full control both basketball operations. Uh, you know, I just think that uh, they said this transaction is interesting. I just read that part. Uh, the second basketball team that Addison has bought this year, uh, the Sun bought uh, Hopel Jerusalem, an Israel club that plays Euro Cup this summer. The transaction ends a seamlessly value. By, by, this is from the athletic. This transaction also ends a seeming, seemingly endless value. Uh, tation for NBA. Climb for NBA teams. The value of teams seem to get to be going up, up and right over the last decade. But after the Hornets were sold, uh, Michael Jordan for three billion dollars earlier this year, twenty five percent stake in the Bucks went for $3.5 billion, and Matt uh, Ashiba bought a majority stake in the Suns for $4 billion. The Mavericks did not top that number. is a bit surprising because Fort Worth is the fifth largest media market in the country and ninth biggest population, not to mention they've recently successfully had one of the biggest stars, Luca Doncic. So uh, not being a conspiracy theorist, But we have talked about on this program in the past, China, the NBA gets about 15 percent of the revenue from China. Okay. What I'm hearing and reading on the world, not to get too far into it, that is the China's economy is not doing well. And this Xi Jinping guy is not to be trusted by anybody. But, there, uh, you know, there's been talks that maybe this this ping uh, that the president may may take over Taiwan uh, as a last ditch effort for their uh, power or whatever to for his legacy or whatever. So there's a lot of not trust in there. There is that China tie that I told you it's dangerous. I know it's lucrative for players. Uh, I know it's lucrative for the NBA in general, uh, the Chinese market. Chinese, uh, what's that guy's name? One of that, that new basketball player, uh, new basketball player. Uh, they had a player there with the Lakers. Uh, I can't remember his name now. means the, the white guy, really good. Uh, that's kind of came out of nowhere, uh, and shot the ball really well. He got a huge deal from a Chinese company with the shoe deal. Okay. And, um, you know, so I, I I think that Pickle says maybe Cuban's just running there. I'm just saying that maybe there's some fear that that, that the China market that may be that may Trump uh, that that uh, that, that foreign relations could be really bad in China and uh, these owners. I mean Michael Jordan and Mark Cuban both selling their teams. Uh, Nah, it's that white guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, Not not Hachimura. I look up the liquor. by the way. He he got a big. I'm uh, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but why are people uh, with the sports business going the way it is, with the gambling business and the NBA uh, going the way it is? Why would you sell now? Why would you sell now? You know, it feels like that there's some fear there. A lot of people are going liquid. Michael Jordan's going liquid. Mark Cuban's getting liquid. You know, there, there's some fear there in that market, in my opinion, because they could cut us off. They could cut the they can cut the NBL off at some point. I think if we get in some kind of major conflict with Taiwan, and they I think there's some of that there. Austin Reeves, thank you, thank you, Carlos. Yeah, so Austin Reeves signed a big deal with the Chinese uh, shoe company. And I mean, the NBA is huge in bed with China. Joe, uh, uh, LeBron, maybe Jordan too, with the shoes. I don't know. Austin Reeves signed a big deal with a, uh, a Chinese shoe company, but you know, I'm suspicious of Cuban selling this. And and maybe, just maybe, uh, yeah. So if we get into it with them, and and uh, and and they they stop showing stuff. Relations get cut off. Traveling gets cut off. Ambassadors start to come here. And, you know, we are in a little bit of a tailspin in, in our economy now. Um, that makes me think that may have something to do with it. It may not have nothing. But maybe he's running for a third party as president. Is what? But it just feels suspicious because for those of you that know uh, who um, Cuban is, he loves the NBA and he loves to be in control. I don't think he's doing bad. Uh, I think he likes to get out in front of stuff. I'm just suspicious. Nobody has answered this question. Why did Michael Jordan cash out when he did? Um, yeah, people say, well, it wasn't successful like Cuba. That is true. That is true. But Jordan's a super competitor, he wants to win. He just all of a sudden throws his hands up and sells the Charlotte Hornets like that. Mark Cuban ups and nobody's even talking about. It. I follow these NBA reporters uh, on Twitter every day. Uh, Sharm Sharamia, Adrian Wojciechowski from ESPN. There was no speculation. There's usually speculation to something like this weeks, months, and ahead of time. There was speculation several weeks. I going to say maybe a few months for Mark Jordan selling this, this came out of nowhere, man. Not unless that maybe he's in some kind of trouble or maybe he is running for president. But I, I think that there's something, a bubble with the NBA. There's some type of fear there with the NBA. Uh, Settle all teams using betting sites, majority sponsorship. So, yeah, something like that. Maybe gambling's got too far out of control. Maybe these owners know that there's some type of um, these owners know that there's some type of uh, 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 funny business going on, and the general public's going to figure it out with gambling. Uh, that's why the NFL, maybe you could say they've overreacted for betting on the. We haven't heard anything from NBA players, point shaving, or anything of that nature, but maybe we will at this point. You can make the argument, well, maybe because they got guaranteed contracts and they're making a fortune, but people, it's never enough. This human nature. Something odd is coming up about this, and I think it'll eventually come out, but if we might not, not hear it from it for a few years from now. Maybe it's just a coincidence that everything is going up really high. I know the interest rates are up and stuff. Um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and pickle saying that they're buying land in China. So it's – China might not – kind of just may be me being paranoid, but I'm just saying, for those of you who know Mark Cuban, you guys are educated fans like I am. I follow Mark Cuban since the first year he bought that team, okay, since his first draft when he drafted Dirk Nowinski over this tractor-trailer guy. Uh, So – uh, it could be that uh, gets control of basketball. Yeah, so he does still get control of the operations, but he gets more liquid. Uh, maybe he's wanting to do something, but uh, that's kind of funny. I, I don't know. You know, the team's not worth as much if you're losing 15% of your revenue because of an international conflict with China. You know, we've got two countries at war right now, and China's been suspected to do this Taiwan thing for a while. Uh, the NBA is heavily tied to that. I think that has something to do with it, something to do with it. Maybe we'll find out in the near future. Not to go totally conspiracy theory with you, just thinking out loud. Uh, there's more to it than Mark Cuban needs some money right now. And uh, I, I'll be monitoring in this story as much. as I pop- Maybe I'll bring it up to John Rostano. He's a pretty smart guy, uh, loves the NBA, and see what he thinks about it. But uh, I've always liked Mark Cuban. I mean, I don't agree with Mark Cuban on everything. Uh, He he can be a little crazy sometimes too. But uh, uh, Carlos, fans and NFL uh, teams uh, pushing for that investigation. um, So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I I think uh, Carlos was talking about NFL teams are pushing for an investigation on golf. I don't know if he's kidding or not. Uh, bunker building time but that's what it sounds like chad that's what it sounds like you know uh going liquid means you, you're just trying to there's there's some fear there amongst these guys maybe it's some just with the economy and their interest rates going up and and guys know something that we don't but either way just it just an interesting story to follow um we'll keep you posted on that now tomorrow i'll get a little bit more into the College football thing there. The new uh, polls came out today. And, again, John will be on. I want to get John's opinion on Ohio State. What should they keep, Ron Day? Should Ohio State just wait out Jim Harbaugh? Because you know he's probably going to get an offer to go to Chicago or somebody like that. Or um, maybe he'd get an NFL job. he get two or three NFL jobs, you know. i tell you what would be funny, what would be great, And I'll tell you guys this, and I'll end the program. What if, what if this Carolina coach, Carolina owner, offers? uh, What if, what if this Carolina owner uh, of the Panthers offers Jim Harbaugh twenty million a year? You know, what if he just breaks? He says, "I'm going to make you the highest paid coach in the history of the NFL, more than Belichick, twenty two point five million dollars a year." Um, I say that jokingly. Because at for my show, who I do like to cover some of these the soap opera in the NFL, two strong personalities, Carlos, Jim Harbaugh, and David Tepper. I would love to be a fly on the wall there uh, in their meetings when things aren't going well. Okay, that 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 thing that would blow it. That they were they wouldn't even get to a season. I don't think. I don't think it ever happen. I just think it'd be funny just to see Jim Harbaugh. And David Tepper butt heads, because I think they would. And Harbaugh will tell him in a minute what he thinks of him. So, any anything, uh, anyways, folks. Uh, remember, reminder uh, tomorrow, John will be here. Rostano, and and Thursday, folks. Thursday got an author here. Um, let me make sure I got his name right here. Um, Mike Richmond. Mike Richmond, uh, who's wrote a book about uh, former NFL coach. Uh, George Allen a football life uh, the Ford of his book is is Ford by dick Vermeil f- uh, former great NFL coach Carlos Dick Vermeil so tune in Thursday 30 minutes past the hour when I give you my points against the spread picks and everything against the spread uh tune in for that uh George Allen looking forward as journalists out of the Maryland area going to ask him a little bit about seems to be a, a, a commander's uh seems to be a commander's fan uh, uh and this he, the picture of this book has uh Mike Richmond uh, that Mike Richmond has out George Allen he's got a Washington then Redskins hat on. so I'm curious why he uh, wrote this book on George Allen. Uh, of course I'm gonna do a little bit more research before I bring in Mike but make sure folks check that out. That show will be on Thursday 830 Eastern. He will be here. 7 30 central. Okay. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah. It was a great show and a lot of interesting topics. See you tomorrow. Same time, same place here on sports scope.